This is Trice Talk Live for a Thursday night, October the 7th, 2021, and I'm your host, Donald Wayne, and welcome, Rock the God. <laughs> this is actually uh, the first live Trice Talk we've done in over a month uh, for a, a number of reasons. So, uh, welcome, Rock God. Uh, I don't know. I don't uh, recognize the name, so I don't know if you've listened to Trice Talk before. But Dennis Lee, who is uh, the co-host, is uh, not going to be with me tonight. So I'm looking for. I got a guest co-host coming in soon. I think. <laughs> so uh, be looking for her to uh, check in here shortly. But uh, like I said, it's been over a month since we've done a live version of uh, Trice Talk. We've been doing recorded versions and um, because of time constraints and so forth. But we were going to, Dennis Lee and I were going to do one together tonight, and it just didn't work out for both of us to be able to uh, to be on tonight at the same time. So here I am. And this was the part where I was, my co-host was going to say, hey, welcome to Trice Talk. Nice to be here. Um it's hard for me to believe it's been six weeks since we last did a live show because uh, we were doing at least two or three a week and then it just got to be difficult. So I'm hoping uh, with we're going to have a new format here real soon. I'm hoping that we can be able to adjust our time so we can make it work for both of us to be on and uh, do more live shows than we had been doing recently. All right, let me. Let me silence those people in the background. Um, I guess until the co-host gets here, I'm just going to have to, um, I'll have to go on into the material because I was expecting them to be here. I'm uh, going to talk about several things tonight. Uh, it's been big in the news and probably everybody's talking about it, but hopefully I can share some things with you tonight that maybe you haven't heard in other places. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about the vaccine mandates for a bit, and um, we're also going to talk about uh, Merrick Garland and the you know the Attorney General who has been asked to get involved in, uh, or he's asked, I guess, the FBI to get involved in looking at some of these parent groups that are giving the poor teachers and the school boards a hard time across the country. 
So uh, we'll be going into that. And I think I've got, let's see, what else have we got here? Seemed like we had one more thing. I'll have to look at my master list. But those are the two main subjects for tonight. So, yeah, we were going to touch a little bit on um, CRT, but that would be the last subject, so we may not be able to get to that tonight. All right. So I'm going to have to move on. Um, I was also going to try to do, if Dennis Lee was going to be here tonight, I was going to try to, to do another uh, edition of our contest. We've been running a contest to uh, give away Mark Levin's new book, uh, American Marxism, which we had given away two copies of the book prior to us having to stop doing the live shows for a while. And it's kind of hard to give away copies of the book when you're not doing a live show. It's, you know, so um, I've still got three copies here that we're going to be giving away uh, in the next couple of weeks as uh, we, we kind of... Uh, figure out what our next contest uh, rules are going to be. But uh, it's a great book. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Mark Levin. He's on Fox quite a bit. He has his own uh, show on Sunday night on Fox. And he also has a radio show. Um, I guess it's on, I, I know I get it on Sirius uh on, on my car radio, but I don't know what, uh, station radio station that he's on. So, but he's on in the after afternoons. Good show. He gets very heated sometimes talking about conditions in America. And with that, I'm going to move on to, um, the first subject. All right. Um, I came across this article. Hang on a second here. This thing switched on me. I came across this article. Oh, yeah. I've I, I got one more thing to mention before I. Uh... Hey, Doss. <laughs> Long time no see. Well, this is actually, as I was saying, this is the first time uh, we've done a live show and. Well, I guess since the last part of uh, August and Dennis Lee, unfortunately, is not here tonight. And I'm supposed to have a co-host that uh, hasn't checked in yet. So I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting to see if they're coming. But um, yeah, Dennis Lee can't be here tonight. One, we started the show a little early and, and he's working. So it'll just be me and if my co-host shows up shortly. But um so the first thing I was going to talk about tonight, oh yeah, I was, I was getting ready to mention until I saw, until I saw um, you come in, Doss, that I, we've actually hit our 10,000 download mark for Trice Talk. Uh, we hit it actually last week. And of course, since we were, weren't doing live shows, I didn't get a chance to mention it. But um, so that is a benchmark for us. And, um, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 
so yeah, we hit our 10,000 download mark and counting. So we're looking forward to the next 10,000, hopefully. Um, but Dennis Lee and I certainly want to thank everybody that helped us get to that 10,000 download mark. Um, it's, we'll be posting our badge pretty soon on, on, uh, Podbeam and I think on Facebook and, and everywhere that we actually, uh, post the show, we should be able to put that badge. Um, all right. So our friend BP, which I haven't seen BP in here yet tonight. Oh, there's Ellie J. Hi there. You on? I am. Oh, you clicked to the link. Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, see, I'm I'm not looking at that screen, uh, you know, because I have two screens here, so I did not see you come in. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you fine. You oh, hear me? I can hear you too. <laughs> good thing I didn't say anything bad because I didn't think you could hear me. <laughs> well, good, good, <laughs> good, good thing that I didn't say anything bad because my co-host wasn't here. <laughs> Where is that person? I don't know. Hey, congratulations on that 10,000. Well, thank you. We're kind of excited about that. I I don't know what the normal time frame, probably other people have hit that 10,000 faster than we did, but we're, hey, we got there and we're happy about it. Hey, it's uh, not a race, right? No, it's not a race, especially at my age. It's not a race. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric, welcome. And Mike, Tampa Bay, welcome to you. Um, yeah, we're we've been posting shows, Mike. It's just, we haven't been able to do a live one. And then of course, obviously tonight, Dennis Lee couldn't make this live one, but, uh, we did, we did run it a little bit early. It's a little early for him. So, um, he's not going to be here tonight, but good to see y'all's name pop up on the board. How are you, Ellie J? I'm doing all right, actually. Thank you very much. And yourself? I'm just, I'm on top of the world, Ma. (laughs) I can't say that I'm that good, but it could be be worse, right? If if I'm going to fib a little, I might as well go whole hog. (laughs) (laughs) Just just milk it for all I can. Fib a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, That seems to be the uh, requirement here today in in this country is you've got to be able to tell a lie with a straight face yeah god it's a lot of that going around isn't there yeah way too much of that going around um but yeah it's kind of it's it's a little odd not doing live shows it really is more pressure to do a live show i know it doesn't probably seem like it because if you're recording you're doing the same thing but you know when trying to to uh acknowledge everybody that comes in on the board and all you know it, it just adds a certain element to it. And that's normally what Dennis Lee does mostly uh, besides the helping with the show, but he recognizes people. I'm not as good about turning my head and looking at the other screen as, as uh, he is. How, how long has it been since you've done a live show? It was, uh, I, you know, I thought it was only about three or four weeks, but I look back on the records and it was, uh, I think the 26th of August. Wow. Now, Dennis and I had tried to do a live show about four weeks ago, and we had technical problems and could not, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't get it on the air. Uh, it was just, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the equipment um, or something. A problem. I did have some problems with Podbeam, which, you know, normally I don't have too much of an issue with them other than uh, taking forever to 
post a show at night sometimes or allow me to post the show. But yeah, we tried to do a live one a few weeks ago and it just didn't work. So since then we haven't had a chance. He's been sick several times. Uh, and, uh, so I just, I've been doing some, uh, recorded shows and posting those. I'm sorry. He's been sick. I didn't realize he was going through all that. I've yeah. been kind of, kind of haven't checked in in a while because you haven't been live. I kind of <laughs> like it when it's live. <laughs> well, you know, you know, when you get an invite, you can, it, you can actually probably do the same thing you did tonight. You should be able to click that link and come into the show. Um, even when they're not live. So, so it comes in when you're recording. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oh. basically it's a, it's a non live show. It's a, a recorded show, but you can still invite people to come in. I, I don't know what the limit is on how many, but yeah, if you get a, an invite to come into those, which I think I've sent you a few, you can click the link and come in, <laughs> even though it's not a live show, it's recorded, but you can still come in. Was that kind of a snide? Sent you a few? No, Googles? no, I was having, I was, my mouth was dry and I was having Oh, problems. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so how's the stage? Uh, huh? I'm looking at, at Mike wrote, uh, well, from the sunshine state, we greet you. Oh, yeah, Mike's down in Tampa. The, uh, the good state. Well, it's it's not popular with liberals, but it's it's the good state and Texas too as well. Mm -hmm. um, Lej's in Texas. If anybody doesn't know that, so um, they can tell by my accent. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you. I think you have. Well, of course, you've stayed there. You didn't leave Texas, so you didn't lose your accent. Mm, not so much. But. Um, then if you listen to some of those people in South Texas and you wonder, well, did I really ever have an accent? Or East Texas. Oh, those oh, are the yeah. ones with the really big accent. <laughs> hey, Mike in Tampa Bay, is it true that Tampa Bay is loaded with sharks? Sharks? Yeah. Hey, BP. I, I, I went swimming in Tampa Bay one time off of a sailboat. We jumped into the bay, and then afterwards they said, oh, my God, that bay is filled with sharks. <laughs> sharks and homeless people, Dow says. Oh, Mike wants to call in here. Hang on, Mike. Whoop. I couldn't, couldn't get that clicker in my hand fast enough. Mike, do that again. There you go. Hey, Mike. You there? Hmm. Sir, hot. Uh, me on your show. You I'm there? a long-time listener, a long-time viewer. Can you hear me? <laughs> Good. Thanks for calling in, Mike. We appreciate it. So, so there's a lot of sharks in Tampa Bay, and you said, what was that other one? Homeless people, uh, did you say? No, oh, that no, was no, Dawson. That that, that. That's, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, the uh, comedian of Podbean, so he's actually yes, a really funny okay. dude. Like the Chris Farley of Podbean, shall I say. <clears throat> there you go. Um, <laughs> The, the sharks here in Tampa Bay. Hi, Ellie, Jay, and Hi, Hi there. Um, Dennis Lee, I mean. Um, we did have a issue with bull sharks for a period of time a few years ago. Um, I think it had to do with the oil spill, which was kind of a, lot, a long time ago with that, uh, that rig. So a lot of the bull sharks were propagating or they, were, they came over to us. And they were here for about, uh, about a year. And, but the bull sharks have high 
uh, testosterone levels for sharks, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> and they were very, very aggressive. And it's, it was very dangerous that time of year or that year to, uh, to go swimming. So that was the only thing we're known for. How long ago was <clears throat> that? Yeah. Let's see. When did the, uh, that big, that oil rig explosion happened out there. The deep. Oh Lord. I don't remember. Deep water horizon. It was longer than two. It was young, longer than three years been, ago. Right. Yeah. It had to have been like 2015 or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> no, it was like she 2013. Was anyways, but, um, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> she was worried about no, the time. No. She was technically. <laughs> yeah. Technically. No. The only thing, um, we had a uh, leopard race which are about the size of your driveway, probably. No, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> I don't get in the ocean anymore. I mean, I'll go ankle deep, but you, that's about it. You, you risk taker. <laughs> I know. Well, hey, I don't, you know, you get a certain age, risk just doesn't make sense anymore. I, I know Papa Bush jumped out of an airplane, what, what, on his 90th birthday, did skydiving kind of thing. No. If I make it to 90, the last thing I'm going to be doing is jumping out of an airplane. Oh, if I make it to 80, I'm going skydiving. Are you really? Yeah, what well, let me know, lose, right? Well, let me know and where that's going to happen so I can try to come there and film it. Because it's a long time. It's a long ways away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, just, just so far in the distance, you can't see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. No, I, I stay. Yeah, I the think ocean. the movies make that more, make it more, uh, more scary. I, it's not really, you know, it's not always true to the movie. I mean, if you have a cut on your leg, even then, they don't like the, the scent of our blood. I mean, if we're the only thing out there and there's uh, and they're hungry, then yeah, they might take a, you know, like a bite out of us, but they won't eat us. You know, take take like, your leg or something, maybe, but. <laughs> oh well, no! I, th- I feel I, th- I feel better now, Mike. Yeah, I, I thought <laughs> about it. You, you'll lose a foot instead of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Not here in Tampa attack, Bay. But, um, <clears throat> well, we had the um, on the, East what Coast. the red tide. Yeah, yeah, maybe on the east coast, but we had the red tide here on the west coast because the afternoon thunder showers weren't as prevalent in this uh, thunderstorm season. So the, mm-hmm. the water gets stagnant. Usually, the rainfall pushes a lot of the uh, the water out into the Gulf of Mexico, you know, um, we just didn't have that much this year. So it kind of stagnated. Hmm. Yeah. I like, I like Tampa. I, I haven't been there in years, but I, I would like to go back at least one more time. Uh, was it Ybor city? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah. Ybor city. Um, currently it's 89 degrees in St. Petersburg. Um, also in Tampa, currently 89, it's mo- uh, mostly clear skies with a uh, <laughs> 0% chance of rain. Tomorrow, we have a uh, 40% chance of rain and high of 87 and a low of 78. All right. You, 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 is that your uh, part-time weather forecasting job <clears throat> that you're practicing with? Them? Yeah, I usually, <laughs> I usually just call in and do a weather report and hang up. <laughs> well, you, then and I'll do my – yeah, yeah. Dennis and I always talk about weather for a minute or two, but since he's not here, I didn't mention weather. And I, y'all <laughs> dodged a couple of hurricanes that uh, have turned north on on uh, on us, you know, Those? as they've approached, uh, you know, the states, the coastline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for us, those when we get a hurricane, it's basically an all day afternoon thunder shower here. 
because <clears throat> hurricanes, we're so used to them. We clean up within weeks, and it's just like a 24-hour thunderstorm, you know, a thunder shower, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, we're used to it around here. <laughs> I guess it is all what you're just used like to. Flying it? a kite. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we're so well adapted to it, you know, the houses, the way they're built. Uh, the topography, just, you know, how they, the city turns into just disaster mode with all the trash. And they just come and clean all, all the brush. And it gets cleaned up. It gets cleaned quick. All the you know, tree crews chip in. Well, that's because y'all don't have any tall trees there like we do here in Atlanta. I mean, when oh, we, we even some get some thunderstorms. Do you? Yeah, live oak. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Do you have those... Um tall pine trees in atlanta oh yeah yeah we yeah they're yeah we do and and they're always coming down in storms even thunderstorms here especially atlanta if you go into uh around the city of atlanta there's lots of old trees that just tend to come down uh during some of the mildest storms sometimes but we've been lucky this year the weather hasn't been that severe around atlanta like like in past times don't jinx it not going well you know here i mean we (laughs) we had tornadoes in january here so you know it 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 can change quickly well i think all the storms have been happening in washington lately i think you're right your weather's (laughs) been good in florida because you have desantis correct yeah we've been having some uh very good weather here you weather. think that DeSantis is going to run for president in 2024? No. <clears throat> um, I think DeSantis needs a little more uh, more time. And also, I think the demon rats need to be funneled out. You know, the I don't what? know, uh, to be honest. The demon rats. I mean, de- <laughs> the Democrats. Slip <laughs> 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 right. of the tongue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Do? <laughs> That's all right. I don't think we have too many liberals that uh, actually listen to Trice talk, but I try. I think the liberals have turned American or whatever you want to call it. I just, I don't know. I think people are just, I'm ditching the, like the whole party thing. It's just, I'm red, white, and blue, not red or blue. I'm American. Let's just vote. Well, I've said a number I'm of times. With you. I'm with I, you. I'm, I'm fed up with I'm the Republicans. Parties. You know, the Republicans are the lesser of two evils in my mind. Uh, the you know the ones that call themselves Republicans, but right, it's, rhinos. You know, we we didn't get to the situation we're in today just because Democrats are evil and 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 want to control well, everything in the world. I mean, let's face I it; it's most, a match about power, right? I mean, and they both right. want yeah, it. So, that's all you know, it is. It's like, it's like money com- is just money. Yes, yeah. it's power. They want power, but I think uh, I, it's like four or five of our founding fathers actually were against having parties because of the division it would grow into. And yes. look, it's just, it's just, it's, I don't know who it was. There was like four of them that quoted, you know, saying they're against the whole party system, but. Especially <clears throat> a two party system. It's the yes. worst. <sighs> Did oh, you see where Andrew Yang, Andrew Pardon? Yang, the guy that ran for president. Oh. In uh, New York, he's changing. He's he's not a Democrat anymore, and now he's calling himself an independent. Don't believe it, that. He's Don't had believe two. That. Well, I know. Um, well, you know. I mean, 
we have Republicans that aren't really Republicans either. So you can call yourself anything you want, but it's how you vote how you that yeah. shows who you are. <clears throat> how can you not see through yep. the bull BS? Excuse me. I mean, they're just so uh, obvious, dude. You can just tell they're so full of it. Well, I'm so happy that de Blasio was talking about running for governor of New York. I, I, they they deserve him if if he runs. Well, you know, their current governor almost makes him look good. She's a wacko. The one that replaced Cuomo? I cannot yeah. remember her name. Is she a Democrat? Oh, God, yes. Okay. I, I haven't heard much from her. You didn't hear her uh, her church her church speech? No. Oh my lord! Did anybody else hear that? What church? Where she where she, where she was pre- in, a, in a church and she was talking about how uh, the vaccine was a gift from God and she wants everybody out in the pews to be her apostles. No, no really. Yes, her words, <laughs> not mine. I wonder if she's related to that uh, Michigan governor. Uh, <laughs> Oh God! She's related to the son of perdition. <clears throat> I just wanted to call and say hi, and well, I love you guys. You Good to hear from you, Mike. Ellie, I, I don't know you, but I love you. Uh, yeah, you I love like me, sir. Oh, I Ellie, love you too. Ellie's been in here uh, occasionally with us for a long time. So I used and to come out in a lot. Even more. Helped out a number of times when Dennis Lee is uh, AOL or AWOL. I guess it's AOL. How can it be AOL? What is well, that? you're a one-man show, sir, and uh, you're the first show I've listened to when I came here on Podbeam. You're like my grandpa – or not grandpa. You're like my dad. Well, thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. And Paul, Paul. God Paul, bless. Paul, Donald Wayne. God bless you, too. <laughs> um. All right, Ellie J. So you wanna you wanna get into it? Sure. You, <laughs> you lead wanna, the way. I uh BP, I guess you're still on there. I I'm sorry I'm not able to read the screen. Oh, she's a yeah, she's a psycho. Which one? <laughs> the one in New York or the one in uh in uh Michigan? Both. BP. But the one but the one in New York is really crazy. I you see, I, I guess I had just haven't seen that much about her. Okay. Whew. Check it uh, out. You know, Pennsylvania has its own problems there, BP, if you uh, know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> there's some kind of uprising going on in, in Pennsylvania. And I like Pennsylvania. Um, uh, my aunt and uncle took me up there to visit relatives I didn't know I had years ago when I was a kid. And I fell in love with Pennsylvania. And I loved They took us to an Amish home. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was such a It's a beautiful neat state. thing to do, except the part where the Amish have a tradition of when somebody dies in the family, they keep the casket in the house for a week or whatever. You they know, do that a lot in, in, Europe, in Europe as well. Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen. No. That's, <laughs> that's not going to happen in the house I'm staying in. So, But, yeah, they, they did that. But it was it was so neat. And uh the, ho- the horse and buggy thing and all that, but Pennsylvania is a beautiful place. It, uh, it was in Lancaster. Went to Lancaster and Coatesville, Pennsylvania. That's all I remember. I've only been to Philadelphia, and I did the Rocky Steps. Ran up through my hands did up you in really? the air. Yeah. And uh, did you That's do it in cool. one try? 
Yeah, but I was a lot younger then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I could do that now. <laughs> I maybe, don't know. Maybe. I might could. Yeah, well, it's past time for me to try anything like that. No no point of showing off, you know? Why not? Just, just assume that maybe I, I could like do it off. if I wanted to do it. <laughs> um, so, so what's BP, going on? Yes, BP, this first article is one that you sent in. Uh, it's from the Los Angeles Times, and it's talking about <laughs> COVID vaccination mandates. Um, let's see. It was, uh, like I said, it was in the Los Angeles Times, written by Howard Bloom and, oh gosh, Rong Gong Lin II and Taryn Luna. So those three people wrote this article, I guess, or contributed to the article. But uh, the title of the article is Newsom Orders COVID Vaccinations for Eligible Students, the First State Mandate for K-12 through Schools in the Country. Um, and I think this was actually last Friday when, when uh, Newsom signed that into law. Now, they can't enforce it until the FDA uh, fully approves uh, the vaccine for the age groups, you know, that they're talking about. I think right now it's only up to 17 and above, I believe, L.E.J., do you know? Uh, I thought it was 12 and up. I didn't think that they'd proved it, not not officially. I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, don't base it on what I say. I thought they had gone to 12 and up, but maybe that's only in certain places. Well, I think that's maybe they did an emergency thing on it. Maybe. But, Are you talking about just the California news? Yeah, just California. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just for his state that he's he's uh, he's going to mandate vaccines yeah. for for he wants to do it all the way down K through twelve, but he can't do it until you know the FDA approves the vaccinations for the younger kids. But uh, they're hoping that they can get it down to twelve years old by the first of next year uh, if the FDA you know, gets it uh, approved in time. Um, I don't understand why they are doing it on the young children. Uh, I, I don't get it because children, um, if they get it, it's not, it's, yeah, and they can develop the immunity, which will last them maybe a lifetime. You know? Well, according to this article, it says in California, there have been 26 COVID-19 deaths among children 5 through 17, uh, and that's according to the Department of Health, and there's been 28, oh, I'm sorry, 287 COVID deaths nationwide among 12 to 17-year-olds. So I think they're starting to use these numbers as, as a, a reason you so know. I would I would ask for some clarity around those numbers. I mean, especially on. I mean, it's sad that any child dies. I know that I'm not. But I mean, were there any extenuating circumstances with their health? Um, well, they they never. You know that they never they never define that. that. No. They just go for a number and run with it. Yeah, it says here that the vaccine has been fully approved by the FDA for those 16 and older. Okay. So I guess there's still, there may be an emergency approval for younger kids, but, you know, it's not the full approval, I guess, that and to the point that uh, Newsom can make it a law there in, in uh, California. But well, I'll um, tell you, I'd, I'd be out of that state so fast, you know. <laughs> well, cheating, they, you, 
Cheating on elections have consequences. A lot of people are leaving California. BP, are you in California? No, he's he's in Pennsylvania. Oh, he's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's in Pennsylvania. That's where Pennsylvania conversation. I miss that. (laughs) Sorry. That's that's why I always bring up Pennsylvania when BP's on on the line. Um, It says, though, in California that they're going to allow for parents to submit for a waiver for a medical or personal uh, exemption. But uh, if they don't submit for those waivers, then the kids aren't going to be allowed to enroll for in-person classes on campus. So um, that's, but then if you look, read further down in the article, they've got a state representative guy who is a a, a Democrat there that wants to eliminate the, um, uh, those exemptions. He doesn't want anybody to have an exemption for any reason. He does not think that that is necessary in, in his state. Okay, so so explain something to me here. The the vaccine was developed for the original variant, the alpha or whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. And that was many, many months ago. And it has, that one is long gone. And now we're dealing with variants, i.e. Delta, right? Right. So what is the big push to push for a vaccine that was targeted for the original uh, alpha that's gone and dead, and now they're trying to push it, and it's not even effective to the to the variants that are currently uh, affecting people. Have I got well, that right? Yeah, I, I get your point. I mean, because it has, they say the virus has <laughs> mutated. To, BP to, says, BP, I'm sorry, Donald Wayne, BP what? says, Ellie, stop making sense. <laughs> Well, somebody's got to BP, you know, but that's, that's true. Um, I guess their argument still is that, especially in, I'll say, I'll just say my age group, uh, you know, they think it's, uh, wise just because of, uh, you know, uh, that, that is one of the groups that has the most serious consequences when they develop the disease. So I don't know. Maybe, but you're right. If if it's already mutated and and what is prominent out there now is not the original uh, virus, then how do we know the the shots are going to do anybody any good? How how do we know they're doing them any good anyway? I have a a friend here who had it, and she just got diagnosed today with COVID. Really. Yeah. Well, you hear that all the time that people all are, the time. Are, are getting it. But the question is, how severe are the symptoms in well, comparison to what they would have been without a vaccination? I that's guess a very, that's a very subjective comment, because I think it depends on the health of the person that gets it, even if they're not vaccinated. True. True. Um, but yeah, so let's see. I was looking at some other says uh, there's some groups in California that are going to launch a legal challenge to the mandate. Of course, we knew they would. Um, And some parents and advocates are saying that the vaccines are too new for them to be comfortable having children to receive the shot. Now, that's the way I feel. So here's the argument that I hear a lot of times, LEJ, is that people are saying, well, you know, it's it's a law that the kids have to have what mumps, measles, 
rubella, whooping cough. Uh, I don't know all of those. I can't remember them all now, but I had them all when I was a kid. Uh, the law, you know, the, the, the government requires you to have those before you can go to school. So they're saying, why can't we add this to the list of things that kids have to have before they go to school? What's the difference between this and those? Um, the only, the difference in my mind is when, when I had to take those as a kid, number one, I didn't know there you had a choice. Uh, but I would hope that the, the, vaccines at that time were had been studied enough to know that they were were safe for kids although it wasn't that the uh was it the measles vaccine that a lot of people had problems with there was one of them that the a lot of kids had uh adverse reactions to to the vaccinations but that's what people you know people on the left are saying you know we mandate these other vaccines why can't we mandate these what's the difference well i think that's rather a lame thing to hang your coat on, to be honest, in my humble opinion, kind of sort of what you're saying, Donald Wayne, because this this one was warp speed, and it's the first time ever there's been an mRNA or a DNA, whichever one you get, type shot ever mass vaccinated into the human population, and we just don't have the data on its long-term safety yet. So why would you subject a child, to, to, why would you gamble with a child thinking, oh, it's going to be okay because all the other ones were sort of okay? I mean, if I wouldn't do that if I had a school-age child. I, I would wouldn't take, either. I, I wouldn't do it at all. And no. um, it makes me really sad because it's the young, isn't it the young boys the young teenage or the teenagers in the early twenties who are having the the myocarditis issues with their yes. hearts. Yeah, I mean, they, it's it's like playing Russian roulette. Well, they're saying that that number is so low, and and I don't believe, at least what I read in the article, there's none of those uh, young men have died from it or had serious complications because of it. But still, that's something that, that would scare me if I was a parent and, uh, and my yes. child developed that condition because of a, of a vaccine, because we don't know long term how exactly. much damage that may do to them. And there's, there are thousands and thousands of adverse reactions on the VAERS report, which is the CDC report. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody ever looks at that. There's, do you know, there's over fifteen thousand deaths from the vaccines. Now, I'm not anti-vax or anything. I'm just saying that's just another thing that is throwing in the pot of concern. You know, there, there's been a lot of deaths. You know, when the swine flu, what was that back in the '70s, right? And they came out with a vaccine, and I think there were about 230 million people in America at that time. And as they got up to like, I don't know, 50, 55 million vaccinations, they had started seeing some deaths, you know, there's 23, 25. When they got to 50 something, I can't remember exactly what it was. And I don't know how long it took them to get to that. They pulled that vaccine off the shelf saying it's not safe. We've had with this one, with these series, 15,000 deaths. And it and they're mandating everybody get it. It's it's right. like they've gone one eighty on the safety factor from well, there's, swine there's flu. A, there's a lot of questions as as to why. 
they're pushing it so hard when we've mm-hmm. had other outbreaks in this country that they haven't pushed quite so aggressively. Well, you know, if people want to do the vaccine, that's great. And, you know, I, I'm not saying don't do it. I, I'm just saying it's, I would certainly not do it to a child. And um, there are other alternatives, you know, for for the vast realm of the population. What is they, they what do they say? 99% chance of recovery. It's, right. it's, it's the older generation that has to worry, but the older generation <laughs> has to worry about everything as we get older, right? Our you have to worry about sleeping lower. in the bathtub, you know? Yeah, uh, man. No yeah, kidding. it's, I mean, I've, I've, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm anti-forcing you to get a vax. I made a free will so. choice to get my vaccination because of my age, because of my wife's age, because of people that are around me. And, and I have a business where I have to come in contact with people. And I just made that decision. But if somebody had been forcing me to do it, I don't know. I mean, I, I probably still would have, but I would have. I would have approached it a lot differently. And it looks like now I'm going to have to go get a, uh, a booster. Uh, I'm going to play a clip here in, in a few minutes about something that I got off of. Um, I think I got it off the Huckabee site, Mike Huckabee's newsletter site. Um, but it, but then it's a link to redstate.com. I'm not sure, LEJ, if you've ever seen any of their stuff on redstate.com. I have, yeah. So it's, it's a, uh, Project Veritas video where they went in, uh, they sent somebody in, and I don't know why these people to talk to anybody that they don't really know that well, but they're recording these scientists. Uh, I think they're having lunch or dinner or something because you can hear a lot of restaurant noise, background noise in this thing. Uh, and I posted the video on um, on our Facebook page. So you can go there and then you can actually see the video going along with the audio. But they're, these scientists are, are, they're really, they're really saying some bad, I say some bad stuff, some negative stuff about this whole situation. So I'm going to, I'm going to play that in just a few minutes. I'm only going to play a little bit of it. Uh, but you know, there, a lot of it's about money and, and then a lot of it is about mm-hmm. power. If you really read the, uh, the signs, uh, there's some underlying reasons why uh, a lot of this is being pushed, at least in my opinion, is being pushed the way it's being pushed. Um, it goes back to power and money. Well, you know, the the Democrats last year found, you know, a, a gift from wherever. I, I started to say gift from heaven, but I don't think God would give them that gift. I They just... They saw an opportunity and look where it's brought us. Look where we are now because of COVID and all the things that happened and, and what is going on this year. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I'm wondering how far Joe Biden, and this wasn't on the agenda for tonight, but I'm wondering how far Joe Biden's uh, approval rating will go before they decide that uh, it's time to time to uh, bring in the second string. Well, I think if they had a second string that was worth anything, <laughs> they would they have done have it a, a long time ago. I think they miscalculated on picking second string. Yeah. The second, third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you see Pelosi being, uh, being uh, sworn in? Golly. Oh, 
God. Um, we'll never turn on the TV again. I know. I've I've I played a funny video of her the other. I mean, her her speech is getting as bad as Joe Biden's. If you put those two, <laughs> and they were the only ones doing a press conference, everybody walk away shaking their head and 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 scratching and saying, "What did we just hear?" I. <laughs> I saw a news clip of them walking down the hall, some hallway up in Washington, Biden and and Pelosi, and they had all these people around them. Of course, they're all masked up, and oh yeah, they were both walking. And I don't mean this meanly, but they are quite elderly, <laughs> and they were walking so uh, unstable. I mean, it was rickety walking. You know, I was I thought one of them was going to go down any minute. It was, it, it's, and that, those are our leaders. <laughs> God. Well, I cringe every time that I see Joe Biden walk from Air Force One or wherever he's walking. <laughs> it's like, really, people, you're not doing him any justice showing him going from point A to point B. No. Somebody posted a funny video on uh, Twitter. I think I saw it yesterday. They, the first clip was of uh, Donald Trump and being surrounded by generals and, and I guess other cabinet members or something walking down the hallway i'm assuming it was in the white house somewhere and it's a brisk pace and everybody's walking along <laughs> then they show joe biden walking along with maybe three people and it's like you know a snail could have gotten to the end before joe biden did and it's kind of sad really i mean if i if i didn't dislike his politics so bad i would have a lot more uh, I, oh, no. I would feel feel worse empathy. yeah empathy for him because it's just he should have never been put in that position to to do what he's having to do today. Hey, Donald Wayne, I see on the screen, uh, Melissa. Hey, is Melissa. Asking if she can say something. She says it's very important. Yes. Uh, you you want to call in? Is that what you want to do? Uh, just remember that Trice Talk is a non-explicit show. Whoop! You got. I got to have a little more time than that, Melissa. I got to get over to my mouse and put it up there on the screen. Try that again for me. There you go. Hey, Melissa. Hello. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. I just, I have, I have a question. Wait, what kind of podcast is this? What kind? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of stuff? Do you guys uh, go over in this podcast? Like, Well, I'd say we talk about politics quite a bit, Melissa. Mm -hmm. and then, But, you know, we also try to do uh, social stories occasionally, and we try to be funny <laughs> at times. <laughs> sometimes we're not trying to be funny, and we're funny. So yeah, I, sometimes it's accidents. It, mm -hmm. It's probably 70% political talk. I mean... There's so much to talk about today. So, yeah, that's, mm. I'd say that's kind of what we are. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I kind of have a question, though. This is a kind of unrelated one, but like a question. Like, okay. Okay. Why? I don't get it. What? When someone makes an OnlyFans, do they think that their shit is not going to get leaked? Okay. <laughs> what, uh, did you understand that, L.E.J.? Um, I, 
Every now and then there was a word that I understood, but I couldn't quite put the thought together. So I'm I don't sorry. know. Maybe I don't know if we were set up on that one or not. I don't. Well, she's gone now. It says the call ended. Oh, yeah. you took her off. Okay. No, I no. She she hung up. So I oh, guess she she, hung up. she hit us and ran. But I I don't. I'm not offended because I don't know what she said. I don't. She I played don't a tape of something. It was a recording. She wasn't. I don't think she was saying that. I I don't know. I, I not, couldn't understand her. I'm not really sure. If you're still there, Melissa, you want to type in what, what, what you, your question was? Because I, I totally missed oh. it. Doss says, he basically said, Dennis sucks. No, she didn't say that. No, I, I didn't hear that, boss. No. <laughs> Eric is back. Hi, Eric. <laughs> hey, Eric. Uh, I, I have no idea what she said. All right. Hey, Eric's calling in. Hey, Eric. Hey, Donald Wayne. Hey, L.E.J. Um, hey, Eric. Long time no talk. You're in your car. I, yeah, but I'm, and I'm talking on like a Bluetooth set okay. instead of like a corded set. Okay. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm almost back over at my brother and sister-in-law's place where I'm house-sitting and pet-sitting. Um, and of course, of all weeks, it's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, well, I was, you know. I'm, Happy early birthday. It's, it's on my calendar, Eric, and I was going to mention that tonight, so you beat me to it, but. What are you going to be yeah, about, what, 58, 59? <laughs> 37. What? I mean, 37. I'll 37. I am, oh, I am still a youngin. Well. Quit bragging. <laughs> I know. Well, so I hope you have. So, Dennis Lee must be missing in action. Yeah, well, we started early tonight, and, yeah, it's just, we, we've had a hard time being able to do live lately and uh we're working on it but yeah he couldn't be here tonight well, and, so and I, but, I, I would imagine donna wayne you know you and dennis have probably been busy with family and work commitments and and what have you well it's always something eric always something going yeah. on did you understand well, what the, what melissa said there did, did you anybody understand I, I didn't pay attention today i done okay. i'm kind of right now like I had a phone call with a friend, so oh, I wasn't okay. able to hardly listen in. And um, and I'm kind of jumping back and forth between your show and the Beans and Weenie show, which, of course, Slightly's been missing in action for almost two weeks now. But I'm hoping maybe, just maybe, he might surprise us tomorrow evening with, with, with the show. And, of course, for my birthday of all days. Is he okay, or has he just been busy? Um, I think he's been busy. I think, I think he's probably had, like, a little bit of a business trip and then... And I think him. Are oh, you cutting out on? I think us. been discussing possibly moving out of California, possibly moving over to Nevada. Which I mean, I I know you and me and and Ellie Jace, Donald Wayne certainly don't blame them. No, that be the case. <laughs> no, no kidding. I would have gotten out of California a long time ago. I mean, you know, and. Um, you know, and I know we still have some friends who come on Podbean that live in California. In a way, I do kind of feel sorry for them, but there might be some who, and maybe where they can leave California, and they might not. Well, I would have thought there would have been some hope for California if they had been smart enough to get rid of Newsom. But since he, since that worthless person, <laughs> that's the nicest thing I can say. Uh, was able to hang on to his job, then I don't know. I, I just, I don't see how there's much hope well, for that state. Isn't he Nancy Pelosi's nephew? I haven't uh, heard I, that. That's new to me. Yeah. I, heard her, I read that, that, that uh, Newsom was 
or heard. I didn't read it. I heard that Newsom was Nancy Pelosi's nephew. I had not heard that. I don't know if it's by marriage well, I think or by that'd blood. Be something worth looking into. Well, that might explain something. <laughs> I, don't well, take it as fact. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes. You heard it on Allegedly. Trash Talk tonight that uh, <laughs> Gavin Newsom is is related to Nancy Pelosi. Let me see, what, let me see if I can find that. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Very allegedly. Well, I really thought Larry Elder had a chance, and um, me too. And then, well, and I think, um, if I may, I think Caitlyn Jenner shot her chances of being governor to hell in a handbasket. I know she. I mean, she just disappeared after mm-hmm. after her initial uh, uh, announcement that she was going to run for governor, and she was on a few shows on Fox and so forth, and then disappeared. I don't know. If- well, I'm, you know, and that just kind of has me thinking that she really wasn't a um, serious candidate to begin with. Maybe um, she's just but, get but, little attention. I presume, and then Larry Elder seemed like he had a had a really decent shot at it, but yeah, it, it I did. think what happened there, the you know Republicans, uh, you know, um, you know, are just proving that that they're just too damn complacent. Yeah, well, we proved that last year in Georgia, didn't we, Eric? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we well, better... like, I know as much as I support, like, the forensic audit that took place in Arizona, um, you know, you still got people wanting to, to say that, um, you know, audit or no audit, that um, Biden s- still won, and, and they want to throw it in our faces that um, the reason why Trump lost wasn't so much you know, like the voter fraud and the controversial mail-in ballots where a lot of the fraud was. But um, but they want to cook up this story that um, Trump, like the suburban middle class re- Republican voters and independents just decided to stay home, which I mean, you know, I mean, and I certainly don't have time for this whole um, excuse they want to throw in our face and lecture us about that. But we've just got to trust the process, you know. But yeah, but the reason um, the reason I think think we need need audits in our elections is because you know our founders believed in a thing called checks and balances. Right. Well, but um, I might as well just, just digress from that after being on my soapbox. It's just impossible for me to accept the fact that this man who can't draw flies drew enough votes to win that election. Now. If enough no Republicans stayed home, then yeah, maybe so. Maybe maybe there was a bunch of those never Trumpers that uh, you know that that had an effect on that. But still, I don't you know, think there were enough of those there, to make a difference. If you find any, I mean, you know, I read the what I could of that report from Maricopa County, and mm-hmm. there's certainly evidence in there of things that should have never happened, and. And it right. looks to me like there was enough votes in question that, you know, maybe Biden didn't really win. You know, how, how I do mean, you know? I mean, it seems quite apparent uh, that, that I, things weren't on the up and up. I certainly believe that if the Democrats had lost under the same circumstances and they had done an audit and they came up with that results, they would be screaming bloody murder. So mm-hmm. it's, and they would, get, um, and they would have the press on it. their side. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I mean, it kind of quieted down here in Georgia about Fulton County, but I'm hoping that there's still enough momentum to get that figured out. And, uh, 
Pennsylvania, I believe, was supposedly going to be uh, yeah. looking at trying to do a, another kind of audit in a couple of the other states. But, yeah, I mean, they found enough in Maricopa County for people to say, this isn't right. Yeah, and, but, what came, but what came of that? Well, nothing ever does. I mean, <laughs> all, all that money, all that time, all that buildup, all that hope building, and it's just been poof. Well, if if you uh, I don't LJ, I don't know if you ever look at the Mike Huckabee stuff. I mean, he basically uh, just kind of warehouses other people's he he references other people's articles or gives you links to other articles like this red state thing that I'm going to use in uh -huh. a few minutes. But if you follow Mike Huckabee, I mean, he's had several articles on there about that audit and where you know democrats oh now the democrats love the results because they think it uh right. exonerates yeah. them I, I saw but that. then if you look at the numbers that they're coming out with and don't forget the fact that there was uh they weren't allowed to have access to the voting machines um that right there hey, should hey, tell you that they've got something to hide yeah so, but there's, uh, I, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I looked down, I saw somebody with Shadow. Hey, Shadow. Um, that's Lou. Um, I, I know who he is. Oh, is that, okay. Is that, is that a safe bet for me there, Eric? Yes. Okay. I mean, he, he's good people. Okay. Uh, th well, thank you, Shadow, a.k.a. Lou. <laughs> well hey shadow if you want to call back in i can't it takes me a second to get over to my mouse so i can click you in so uh it wasn't i was wasn't ignoring you i just couldn't get up there fast um, um you know hopefully you can try again if he wants to call or you can click on his icon and give him a call invite oh you can do that i've never done that oh yeah hmm <laughs> but but we would learn something new every day huh Oh, okay. Uh, well, if 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 um, I guess he'll take there. a ring check. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to take a ring check. The, the last time we had somebody on here that was inebriated, uh, we had to endure their bathroom <laughs> visit. So, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh. it was. Uh, um, it oh, was no. fun, <laughs> and and I couldn't get them. I couldn't click them off. I couldn't get rid of the I, I language in the chat dose. Yeah, I couldn't shut them down. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I've got a – anyway, that Mike Huckabee uh, newsletter, it comes out twice a day, a morning and an evening edition, and he he has links to a lot of different articles by a lot of different people. And uh, there's been several articles there about the Maricopa. Maricopa sounded like some kind of island adventure or something. Maricopa hmm. uh, audit. And uh, it's interesting, I, and it breaks it down, and it, it says, okay, I know liberals are, the, are celebrating, but hey, you shouldn't because here is what it really says, and you need to pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. So even though it didn't give us the bullet we were looking for, uh, it still shows that there's things there that happen that should not happen, and it's got to be corrected or we're going to lose the next election and the next one after that. And I saw somewhere where, where they're going to do uh, four four audits in four different counties in my state in Texas. Oh, they are or they were? They they no they they're trying to get it settled to do it. And it's for like Dallas and Tarrant, Houston. Yeah, not the fourth one. 
I, I would imagine probably like you're like you're saying, LJ, like the Dallas and Fort Worth Metroplex, and then the Houston because the Harris those County, are Houston, probably yeah. you know like the biggest like population centers in in Texas, and then maybe San Antonio and Austin, um, if they're it, also being looked at. No, it wasn't Austin. Interestingly, Eric, I thought for sure Austin would have. I don't know the county name, but I thought for sure the county mm-hmm. that Austin's in. It's, I mean, it's just a mess in Austin. Oh my lord. Yeah, that whole well, thing. Well, then, um, and I know like other like trending stories. Like while the the live version of Trust Talk's been away, I know that I know like Sunday night, uh, sixty minutes did like the Facebook whistleblower interview, and I watched the video of it on YouTube, and you know, and and after watching that, and then watching some of like her testimony before Congress this week, right? To me, the, you know, the the lady in question comes off as as very credible, you know. But that that would be probably the good news situation. But but the bad news might very well be that she's too credible because I mean we see evidence of the big tech censorship going on, and mm. and and social media influencing elections not only here in in the United States but but in other parts of the world too. Well, have you heard the uh, the negative view of that, Eric? Um, some pundits are saying now, you know, we need to think about this, why this person came forward and, and, and brought all this up and why the Democrats are so eager to support doing something, uh, making some changes now. And <laughs> these pundits are saying, well, maybe they're going to try to stifle political, uh, social, political, political comments next year leading up to the election because they know that it's going to be full of stuff negative against them next year as we get closer and closer to uh, November. So there's some people yeah. saying that, you know, there may be a, a motive why the Democrats are so eager to be helpful in doing this because, you know, I mean, basically everybody was more or less on their side, even though I think, at least what I see on Twitter here in the last couple of months, I mean, there's a lot of conservative talk back on Twitter again. And um, every once in a while, I'll see something posted by some liberal, but uh-huh. I think they're trying to, uh, they may be trying to uh, jump ahead of the uh, election next year and maybe get some legislation in there. That's going to make it harder for people to post cl- political comments. You know, what galls me is these people that say people are posting uh, false information. I want to know who's checking everything that gets posted. Who gets to decide what is false and what's not? And then if it's an opinion, then we have a right to our opinion per the Constitution. Mm-hmm. We, we used to. And I try very hard, you know, when I say stuff here, if I'm not reading something from a, an article, I try to say, you know, this is my opinion. I, I hardly ever uh, mess up and say, you know, say something like it's, well, this is a fact, but this is the way that I feel about it, or this is what I think based on the information that I've read. So people ought to be able to post their opinion, and then you you decide yeah. whether it makes sense to you or not, you or know, go check it out. That's what used to make our country so great, and that's what um, made free freedom and free of speech, right? We'd have these great debates. Right. Now, not everybody agrees, and we're not saying one person's right and one person's wrong. Why don't we just talk it out, debate it, show the facts, 
Let people decide for themselves which one they want to believe. But the way it is now, there's not any allowed debate. There's only one narrative that's allowed to be published. It seems. I mean, I don't get on any social media, <laughs> I, but I hear about it from people, and I read stories about it, of course. Well, I well, wouldn't waste my time doing it. Well, I only do it because of Trice well, Talk. To. Yeah, I have to do it because a lot of times I I love to use some of the tweets. I've I've been using tweets lately, uh, some audio from tweets, and some of them are hilarious, and some of them really make sense. And and I wish you know I, I try to share them with people who listen to the show so they can, in case they don't see it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got one tonight of um, actually. Um, uh, oh gosh, Eric, who's who's running for uh, who's going to run for the Senate seat for Warnock seat? Um, Herschel Walker. Thank you, Herschel Walker. I knew I w- <laughs> Herschel Walker's son posted something online. Christian Walker, yes, Christian Walker, and it's 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 neat actually, uh, and I may play that uh, here shortly if I get a chance to do that. But it's it's it shows the insanity of the system that the liberals are promoting. Uh, with these mandates and uh, basically you know they want him to prove uh, that he has his vaccination and he he's taken online classes he'll never never step foot on campus but yet they they said that he's not going to be able to continue his classes if he doesn't prove that he's been vaccinated <laughs> but did you so, hear about the woman in Colorado who needed a kidney transplant Yes, I and did. And they won't allow her to have that because she's not vaccinated. Yes. Um, I saw that, and I almost used it for the show tonight. And I thought, wow. well, I, I got got a lot of stuff in yeah. here, and I didn't. But usually problem, we don't get But that's the problem with mandates. Once they let it in, it's a little crack. It, it becomes a great big problem. And you know that Joe Biden, the, the vaccine mandate that he did, do you know he never put anything in writing? It really doesn't exist beyond his press release. So well, there's, yeah, really, it's, it's, there's really not even an actual mandate that anybody can take to court yet. It's not a law. No, it's not a law. So, and it's not even an official mandate. For a mandate, it has to go through some, legis- not legislative, but some legal um trails before right. it can actually be an insta- you know initiated it has not been even put in writing it was just his press release that's all there is i read that actually in an article from the federalist um and i was like oh i didn't even know that it's, it's just kind of laying in limbo there and that's intentional they said in this article so that lawyers cannot go after it because they have nothing to physically take to court to go well, against yeah and yeah I, I but still there ought to be something some suit you know that they could bring against this hospital up there because if this woman dies because she can't get the transplant one that she should you know she was they say they're going to take her off the list isn't that right i didn't hear the specifics about that Yeah, i think so they I said comment. that she was going to be removed from the list they they gave her a chance to get a get a her vaccination before the, the the scheduled surgery, and if she didn't do it, then not only would they not give her the surgery, the transplant surgery, but they would also remove her from the transplant list. So, you know, if this woman dies because of those actions of that hospital, they should be 
accountable for that. There should be a lawsuit in there. Well, you know, the Hippocratic Oath, one of the first things is do no harm. Right. The doctor's oath is to to save people's lives. That's exactly right. And, you know, the people that would applaud such a horrendously horrible thing, evil thing to do to that woman, those who would applaud it, better be careful because the next thing may be, "Mm, sorry, you're too fat. You're not going to get your insulin for your diabetes until you lose some weight. Well, you know, know, what's the next thing going to be if they're going to withhold from somebody because of a health issue? Yeah, or or age issues. Or they might not be a candidate for gastric bypass surgery if they're dangerously overweight. Or Um, cancer treatments. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, right? Yeah, it's it's there's something else going on, guys. It's that's just to me. It's just that's just cruel and inhuman to do that. Inhumane, yes. To me, that's that's an example of true evil versus good. (laughs) I I got a I got a funny little tweet. I I I used it I think last week one night, but I'm gonna play it. Real quick, it's a short you one, know. but it's it's a it's a woman questioning <laughs> vaccinations. <laughs> well, She's, and I and I think a a great point that Ella J raises about like w- what she was just talking about is like when are people gonna re- take off the blinders and and see what is really going on? Well, I think there's a lot of people that are seeing it, uh, Eric. It's just uh, are I they think just afraid to speak up and and, I think and take a stand against it? Just like all of the the parents that are going to the school board meetings and and standing up and saying, you know, we're not going to let you do this. And so the teachers unions are, you know, looking for the FBI to come in and protect them. You know, that's a local issue. That should be the local law enforcement issue if people are making threats or or they get out of hand. I mean, I saw a video a couple of months ago where they arrested some guy at a a school board meeting because – they say he got out of hand. I mean, they had him down on the floor, had him handcuffed, That's knee horrible. in his back. Um, and and it doesn't, you can even see, sound, doesn't even sound like our country, does it? Well, no. I mean, but you shouldn't <laughs> have. People are upset when when the government is saying, you know, and you had that idiot running uh, McAuliffe there running for governor in Virginia saying, you know, parents have no business, you know, getting involved in the textbooks and, and deciding, you know, what textbooks we use in schools and stuff was well, our kids. We decide everything they get to do. We pay their salaries. Yeah. Well, um, I think case in point, like, um, you know, uh, you know, as far as like public school schools are concerned, like for, for them to say that um, parents have no business dictating what can and can't, you know, go in kids textbooks. Um, I think the parents would be taking stands saying, oh, yes, we can. Yeah, because, um, and if they want to th- throw the lecture at the parents, like what goes on in your kids' classrooms is, n- is none, of, none of the parents' business. But, but I think parents would be speaking up saying, hey, what goes on in our kids' classrooms, that is our business. And then even if you have no kids like me, I mean, if, if, if I was working at a job and my tax dollars were paying for, you know, for, for the schools, I mean, what, what goes on in those kids' classrooms, that is my business. Absolutely, and is. I know, and it's, and I know it's just like it's your business too, LJ, and, and you, Donna Wayne. That's certainly your business too. Well, you know, obviously my kids are grown, but you got grandkids. Uh, but if I school. had kids, 
But you're still paying the taxes, aren't you? uh, Well, if I had kids today, I would be in those school board meetings and I would, I'd probably take them out of school. I I would probably go homeschool. Homeschool or private um, school. I just I'm, don't. I wouldn't I just, even do private. I'd do homeschool. Yeah, because some of the, some especially up north, uh, maybe I think there was a story out of Pennsylvania, BP, but there was some school up, a private school, Christian school, that was going off the deep end. They were going to be teaching critical race theory, and a parent got upset about that, and they the child had to be removed from the school. And so, if if they're getting, if they're making, if they're getting into the Christian schools too, you know, it's only going to leave us a choice of homeschool or maybe parents ought to get together and hire a teacher and, you know, in groups <laughs> start their own schools. I don't know, but I would not send my child to private school today. Now we have pretty good schools out here and I haven't heard the problems uh, like they're having in other parts of the country, but um, still, I, I just, you know, from seeing what I see with the parents and, and, and the textbooks, I've been wanting to uh, have one of my projects is to uh, request to see those textbooks that are being used in our county. Uh, but I'd have to, just because I don't have a kid in school anymore, then it would be a little bit more difficult for me to get my hands on them, except for it was at the Freedom of Information Act that you can uh, fill out paperwork and then you can get access to information like that. Unless you have some friends, you know, who are younger and may have kids still in school that can do that for you. I don't know anybody that <laughs> that's not taking Geritol. Present company excluded. Except, you know, maybe a few customers. I have customers that are not. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So let me. Just, just here's Don. Let me do this one. Don Lemon and this Chris Cuomo are talking about uh, shunning and uh, segregation of unvaccinated people. Did I, I never watch CNN, but um, I'm sure you do, LEJ. Oh, never. <laughs> let me. It, this I don't, I don't kinda, watch. I don't watch any t- news on TV. Oh well, good. Then, then, then this will be new news to you. Then no, I see plenty of news elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's here's uh, and I I can't stand Don Lemon. Who can? Um not not many. Coddling people when it comes to this and the vaccine saying, "Oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly." Yes, they are. The people who aided and abetted Trump are stupid because they believed his big lie. The people who are not what? getting vaccines who are believing the lie. I think we have to stop coddling well, people. Whoops, I had to hit this. He's the people that aided and abetted Trump. Now, he, he went all the way back to Trump. He's supposed to be talking about COVID vaccines, and he had to bring Trump in on that. So, oh, okay. But, but he's he's associating them with the same people that are, are against getting vaccinations. Okay. When it comes to this and the vaccine saying, oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly. Yes, they are. The people who aided and abetted Trump are stupid because they believed his big lie. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind. Be- because they are, I think we have to stop coddling. What What does he mean, leave them behind? I don't know. 
Well, I'm not so sh- <laughs> I want to hear their science because all they ever say is we believe in science, but they never show their science. Um, and they shut off any uh, debatable science that thinks otherwise. Well, the only like science that matters to them people. Are, are the are the scientists that they choose to that you know that will tell the stories that they want to have told. Yeah, but I don't like even hear Fauci. that. Uh, oh. Fauci, they've been roasting him so much lately. Uh, have you ever heard of that site, Babylon B? Of course, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, of course, they make fun of everybody, and there's sometimes I think they go overboard. Personally, it's just, but it's it's parody, and it's it's meant to be funny, and um, we need funny. Yeah, I I know. Well, so you need funny here. Let me play this lady for you. She she's a little bit. Uh, what should I say? Let me. Well, let me just, it's only, it's less than a minute long here. Okay. These that create the jam. Okay, somebody get out their calculators. Let's see if this shit adds up. So the manufacturing companies that create the jab are not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. The doctors who administer the jab are not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. The government who is mandating the jab is not taking any responsibility if something happens to you. Yet they want you to do the responsible thing <laughs> and get the jab. Now, somebody add that shit up. What's it come out to? Because it's it, it, to me, it looks like three big fat balls of bullshit. Kiss <laughs> my ass. I, I'm trying to understand. No, I'm serious now. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm, I'm real serious. Somebody add that shit up and get back to me on that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've played that thing five or six times to myself. Every time I need something to pick me up, I mean, it makes sense. You know, they're 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 forcing or want to force you to do something that nobody has to be responsible if things go wrong. Whoops. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know. I mean, it's just it's just flat common sense, right? She's just. She's just she. It this doesn't add up. She's right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you see on Twitter. That you know, I, I find that they're my little gems. Um, let me do that. Let me do um, uh, Christian Walker if I can find him. I played. I, I played a couple gems last night that just. I got off of Twitter that just one, one lady, I felt sorry for her when it was over. It's like, man, you need to see somebody because you're <laughs> really depressed out. Your outlook on, on people in life is, is in a bad place. Well, sadly, there are a lot of people that are. Well, I know. And right now, I mean, it, some, I mean some, I've also got a um, Hillary Clinton, um, you know, sound bite fired up from, from 2003. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and play it right quick. Okay. It's 15 minutes long. I am sick and tired of people who say <laughs> that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic and we should stand up and say we are American and we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. You know, Eric, that was really appropriate this close to Halloween. Thank you for playing that. <laughs> but, but, you know, when, when she made that statement, 
we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. Emphasis on the key word, any. Mm-hmm. That, that didn't mean just Republicans. That means Democrats, too. No, it, no, it no, no, you misunderstood her, Eric. <laughs> yeah, well, she thought she was winning. <laughs> <laughs> or she thought she was going to be in a better place oh than she ended gosh. up. And this but, was back when she was still senator from New York State, and this was a year before Bush got reelected. All of the major Democrats at that time, Eric, uh, before Trump got elected, you know, would talk the same way. Uh-huh. Uh, especially when Bush, even when Bush was president, they gave him a hard time about a lot of things. And of course, and I'm, then Obama I'm, came in the picture too. I'm very disappointed in our buddy Bush. L.E.J. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I don't know. Man, I don't know too. what train he got off on, but I, you know what I think? I think he was always on their train that played a very good game that well, I never would have dreamed he was playing at the time. I, I, right. I'm so disappointed. I, I, <laughs> I remember after 9/11, and I would would tell my friends, I say, "Thank God, Bush is our president." Yeah. You know, right now. Um, but I think he was a facade. Um, I, I would agree with that. Um, you know, and then I know I look back at like the Clinton years, which I know I would say, you know, he probably wasn't the absolute best president we've had in modern times. Who? But, you know, like Bill Clinton. Clinton. But would- um, I've even heard, have friends who um, th- think that, you know, he might be looked upon you know, years from now as like a quasi-Republican, even though he was a Democrat, you know, but he had like a Republican Congress like Newt Gingrich, you know, keep keeping him and his administration in check. And then, you know, and I think they crafted up that balanced budget and surplus with the contract of America. And then, but the balanced budget and surplus we had, like when he left office and Bush came in, that all just got poo-pooed. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't, I just don't know what happened to him. Um, to where he's, he, I swear, I seems like he's changed parties here. Everybody, of course, you know, he, he, he was so anti Trump that I guess it shouldn't surprise me that, uh, he's tried to distance himself from a lot of those people that supported Donald Trump, but it's just, you couldn't have been a true Republican and end up Mm-mm. where you are right now talking Mm-mm. the way you talk Mm-mm. just like Mm-mm. that idiot out there in uh in utah <laughs> mitt romney and um mm. you know and trump or no trump you know probably like the be- best republican president we ever had in modern times was ronald reagan and probably the best democrat president we- we'd ever had in like the last 60 or 70 years was john f kennedy because i think they weren't gonna bow to like like the political elites and and the deep deep state players yeah, JFK was like the uh, the, Kennedy, the the Democrats of old. He he couldn't win an election in a Democrat Party now if he if he tried if he were nope. alive. No. And and you know, and I think the same could be said about Ronald Reagan too, um, because I, I think if, if both of them were still here, I don't think they would recognize you know e- either political party. But but like our friend Sli- slightly says that you know both both political parties both have the same end goal, but they just have different ways of getting there. Absolutely. Because they that. just do not, they just do not have the best interests of people like us and other Americans in mind. You know, they're just looking for their next um, multi-million-dollar paycheck from the from the lobbyists. You know, to to lock, lock, line their pockets via their light blind trusts. Because if you look at the 
the, the annual salary of, you know, serving in Congress or, or serving as president, that, that could basically be chump change, or as Joan Rivers would say, it's pee on money. Yeah, I, I, I'm thoroughly disappointed in, uh, in the mm-hmm. Republicans and, you know, yeah, we allowed our Republicans to just basically abandon any any responsibility almost the entire time Trump was in office. I mean, they did nothing the first two years when we could have done so many good things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they sat on their hands because they didn't like the guy's personality or maybe he was getting too close to their pockets. I don't know. Oh, I think it was more the latter. They, they virtue signaled. Um. There's there's so many of those guys that just need to be run out of there. But um, let me go to this. I'm not going to do the little audio thing now of uh, Veritas because you can go on our Facebook page and see that, and you can you can watch it too and look at the people they're talking to. But let me just give you. Or you might save it for a mini pod. Um, well, I've already posted it on Facebook, so I guess I could use it again. But. Um, they Probably talked for a mini pod, but then you'll still give the link in the description. Yeah, they Project Veritas talked to three scientists and uh, in, in a in a food setting. That's all I can say. Uh, it's a little hard to hear sometimes because of all the clanging of dishes. And this one guy, this one scientist, is is trying to eat the entire time he's talking. And I I hate for people to be interviewed while they're eating, but. Um, Let's see, where where does I go here? Uh, A scientist named Nick Carl was the first one they talked to, and he claims that antibodies from natural immunity are not only likely stronger than those garnered from the vaccine, but are more encompassing against the variants of the virus. So in other words, if you get get COVID and, and hopefully survive it, that you have your antibodies are are stronger than what you can get from the vaccines because they only target one, one, uh, I don't know how to explain it. One part of the virus, I guess I should say. That's right. Uh, he said, he states when you actually get the virus, you're going to start producing antibodies against multiple pieces of the virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. That's right. The The vaccine is targeted for a single Right. Whereas antibodies are not, they're indiscriminate as to which ones they attack. Yeah, pretty much a, a larger portion of the virus, the mm-hmm. larger portion of the characteristics. They talked to the next, uh, he's a senior associate scientist, uh, Chris Croce, Croce uh, with Pfizer. And these people with Pfizer, I didn't say that, but. Uh, he agreed when pressed on the matter, saying that natural immunity offers probably more protection than just being vaccinated, including the longer existence of immunity. Um, the last scientist, Raul, I don't know what that last name is, <laughs> uh, concurs and notes that they are indoctrinated to only touting the vaccine, even though they know natural immunity exists. He cites seminars and other measures put in place at Pfizer to keep employees on message. So they're doing, according to this this Veritas report and these people saying this, they're doing seminars within Pfizer to tell the employees how to talk about what they're doing. Uh, surprise. He surprise, cites seminars surprise. and other measures put in place to keep Pfizer employees on message. He all, 
he also believes that those with natural immunity should be able to prove that they have it in order to stop being classified as simply unvaccinated. You know, that's so true. Why wouldn't they accept natural immunity as being equal or superior to vaccinated? There's no control in that. They have no control over you if 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 you don't have to be vaccinated. Um, but that but that that inquiring minds should think, <laughs> hmm, something's a little fishy about this. <laughs> I, I would encourage you to to go on there and, and on our oh, Facebook I, page and I've look seen, at that. I've I've seen it already. Oh, you've already seen that Veritas thing. Yeah, not oh, on okay. your Facebook page, but I saw it elsewhere. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Two of the scientists specifically cite money as a motivating factor for the refusal by Pfizer and other others to acknowledge natural immunity as strong and long-lasting. One claims the entire company runs off COVID money. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you when you put the kind of money in there, we go down to um, it wasn't in this particular article. Uh, and it says that this video is not anti-vaccine. It's just that people, you know, they want people to understand that there's other factors to this that uh, the scientists or these drug companies or the government's ignoring completely. Um, so one I looked up, I thought the Pfizer shot was more expensive than that, even though we're none of us are having to pay for it right now. Um, one place said it was 1950, a a dose. So I was thinking it was higher than that. Um, says pharmaceutical technology.com says Pfizer reported in May that his coronavirus jab had reaped revenues of 3.5 billion in the first quarter of this year. Uh, the second quarter posted 7.8 billion in sales revenues and Pfizer expects by the end of year, to uh, revenues to exceed $33.5 billion for the cover of cover <laughs> covert <laughs> vaccine, the, the covert COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, also uh, saw on one of the site that I was looking at a new study says that Pfizer vaccine effectiveness falls below 50% after five months. Well, my last dose was six months ago. So, you know, I'm looking at taking the uh, booster Uh, and just, you know, there's one of the disturbing things for me is all the reports that I see now of uh, doctors, doctor after doctor that comes on Fox mainly uh, talking about there were other treatments even before they developed the vaccine that if people had started using last year, a lot of people would not have died if they'd started these treatments. Yes. Um, one of them was Dr. Peter McCullough. I don't know if you've ever seen an interview by him. I don't think he, so. He's got credentials a mile long. It's incredible. He's a, he's a, actually a doctor out of Dallas area. Oh, really? Uh, you should look him up. He's incredibly smart. Dr. And who? He, Peter McCullough. And he actually said what you just said. He said, you know, there are things like um, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and supplementals and um, some antibiotics. There's a protocol he's even published. But I'm just saying, he said if, if people had had this early treatment, 
when they got sick, instead of getting sick and being told by the hospital, go home, and when you can't breathe, come back. Well, by then, it's too far gone into their system. And that's why a lot of people died. They had no early treatment. But he, McCullough said, was one of the one of many that said, had they had the early treatment, up to 85% of those that died would still be alive today. 85%. So the question is, why did these people, especially people like Fauci and and a lot of other government officials and even those clowns on, uh, you know, those other stations, CNN, MSNBC, you know, why were they so negative about trying these drugs? You know, if, if because, if because these drugs are not profitable, right? They are right. pennies on the dollar. Well, hydroxychloroquine, you can get, I, I looked that up. Um, uh, I'll probably be flagged now because I typed in hydroxychloroquine. Probably. Um, says average I mean, price for 200 milligram oral tablets is around $37 for a supply of 100. Uh, but it also went on to say that Kroger, <laughs> there are some Kroger's that you can get 60 tablets of the same dosage for $6. So you're right. There's no money in that. But there's no money. What they That's did right. is they, they discouraged people from trying these things. Why? Because they didn't want people to get well because the drug companies wanted to profit off of all the, I mean, what if people had started getting uh, better last year, you know, early well, last they, year before we were near uh, a vaccine? Be, it would be tougher to promote the vaccine, push the vaccine and make the billions of dollars that you just cited in profits. So what does that it, make our government? It, mm, I don't know. I mean, if it's all true, it's kind of scary, isn't it? Well, we know that uh, Donald Trump had a, a, he took hydroxychloroquine and I don't know if it was ivermectin. uh, I think it was more than one drug, you know, when he got it last, what was it? October, November of last year. Mm -hmm. And he got better or obviously quickly, quickly. (laughs) Quickly. So why, why, if that worked for him, if I had gotten it and, and somebody said, well, you can take this, I would have gone for it. Well, you know, I don't know, Donald Wayne. I, I, don't, I don't understand it myself. Well, that makes that, you know, for a government that wants us to trust them, which Joe Biden said, you know, uh, he'll be he'll govern where he can be trusted. Right. He's going to bring trust back into the government. <laughs> Oh, so I feel, I feel better already. Yeah, I do. I, <laughs> I, I go to sleep every night thinking, my God, I'm so glad this man is up there. Is he awake? <laughs> I, I, I get less sleep than he does. Um, no, you get less I, sleep I think than it's, a lot of it, If it's true that, that they squelched all of this last year when they could have been trying to treat people, especially the severe cases or, or to keep them from getting, uh, being severe, you know, they're culpable in, in murder, actually. You know, in I, my mind. It's it's I don't understand it either because there was no early treatment options for a long time, right? Because in the beginning people didn't know, but that's when doctors, you know, put on their thinking caps and said, Hey, you know, there's a lot of drugs out there. Are there any that we can repurpose? And they started looking around and 
a lot of the rest of the world was doing that, but for some reason, a lot of the Western countries weren't. And I don't know if they just didn't have the confidence in it or I, I don't know. But it's it's a shame because anyway, look up look up Peter yeah. McCullough. You'll be impressed. All right. You'll be impressed. Well, you know, or you know, there there's also you do raise a good point, LEJ, that perhaps they were probably doc, some doctors were probably approached by either insurance companies or pharmaceutical reps, you know, allegedly like like you know, prescribe this treatment or else do not prescribe this treatment. Yeah, like this one is not FDA approved or for that particular illness. Is that, well, there was, you know, like like ivermectin is like, and so is hydroxychloroquine's on the who's who's most essential list of medicines. Right, and, yeah. and there was doctors coming on Fox last year, and and last summer talking about that these drugs have been used to treat people. There was one doctor. Uh, it was a woman from uh, Houston, Texas, came on and was talking about she had treated over 200 people with hydroxychloroquine and maybe some other things, um, and they all got better. And no, yet, I, yeah, I'm sorry. And people were still like, ignoring that, saying, well, you know, that's, I mean, how do you, there's so many things that could have been done last year. Morally, how do you justify that? I don't know. Um, you know, I have a, a, a friend at church and she's quite elderly, but she's a spitfire still. She's something else. <laughs> anyway, she takes um, hydroxychloroquine for her arthritis and really? has for years taken it. Now, ask me if she's gotten sick. <laughs> well, has she gotten sick, Ellie Jo? Mm, she is. She is so well. She is like playing games everywhere she's strutting all over town no she's as healthy as a horse um just like saying. i have a friend whose partner i think is on that that drug propranolol but it was approved back in 2007 to treat yeah. you know like severe ptsd but you know like servicemen and women oh you know yeah. you know like who've endured such like traumatic memories of right. like their time in service but it's my understanding that that could also treat liver diseases like hepatitis and cirrhosis. Yeah, there's a lot of off-purpose uses from what I've been reading. I'm no doctor. I'm no scientist. I, you know, I don't even know if what I'm believing is right. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a lot of uh, articles I've read about drugs that were mm -hmm. approved for one reason have been very effective and another purpose for another disease. And it's mm -hmm. done all the time. And I will go ahead and throw out a disclaimer here at Trust Talk that that the discussion we're having is in no way, shape, or form meant to be a diagnosis or medical opinion. If you have legitimate medical concerns or questions, we would advise that you um, address that with your primary care doctor or, or licensed medical practitioner. Yeah, these yes, are all just opinions. And we're, we're not saying don't get vaccinated because right. I have been vaccinated and I will get the booster. I think anybody who wants to be vaccinated should right. take the vaccine. Right. I, I'm I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm an anti-force, you know, okay. anti-saying you either do this or, you know, we're going to shun you out of society. Right. No um, force, you know, no exclusion, whatever works to help mankind, right? That's mm -hmm. really all we should but, be right. thinking about. Well, and I know the, the biggest word of advice is um, I, I would still urge people like to consult with their doctors to determine whether or not they are a candidate for certain medical treatments, including, you know, getting the COVID shot or vaccine, because, because chances are, you know, not everybody's going to be an ideal candidate for it. 
Well, I did ask my doctor last year, um, cause I think my physical, it was in January. So I asked his opinion about it and, uh, and he, he, he encouraged me to, to consider getting it. He thought I should. And, uh, well, he looked at your medical history. Age. Like- <laughs> he said yes. with your age, I'm, you know, I'm actually in <laughs> fairly decent medical shape for my age, but, uh, he said, it's just, you know, uh, his, his parents were going to get it, which that made me feel good. Um, but yeah, I mean, your doctor should be the one, if you have a doctor, a regular doctor, he should be the one or he or she, sorry, should be the one to tell you, give you advice. And that's the direction you should go. And a lot of people are saying that, you know, their objection to being mandated is that, well, what if my doctor says, or my doctor does say with your medical conditions, you should not take the drug because it could be risky for you. How can the government Mm -hmm tell you you have to take that risk um or or, you know there's people that have uh, perhaps you know i've read about where people have had religious feelings about it for whatever reasons Mm -hmm. um you know it should be left to the individual what they agree to put into their body that's really it shouldn't be forced like you said Donald Wayne. it it should be left to the individual even if they don't have a doctor they they should right seek the, the opinion of a doctor for sure but if they don't want to do that and they feel good doing what they're doing so be it but that's part of the problem with with what they've done to us here and all this fauci madness and this this pawning over fauci i mean my gosh they didn't even know who he was you know two years ago um and that he was given he was helping China fund all this research over there, you know, with his friends. But um, I, don't know, I lost my point talking about Fauci. I hate it when that happens. I know. <laughs> it, isn't it awful? It's but, terrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have no idea what it was. guess it couldn't have been too important. All right. I was looking at my notes here, see if there was anything. I, I, I actually printed that story, LJ, about uh, the lady in Colorado said that, you know, that was refused the uh, kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. Said that she was willing to sign a waiver absolving the hospital of any responsibility, but they would not accept that. Wow. She says the hospital says contracting COVID raises the mortality risk for transplant patients. So apparently, but don't they have to take drugs that, uh, anti-rejection drugs oh, that reduces right. your chance to fight infections? Isn't, uh, I think, I think when you have a transplant, you have to do that for life. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I've always understood that that does, uh, uh, increase your susceptibility to getting an infection. So, um, I don't know, just. Hello to Sherry49 and hands across the water. Oh, you know what? I'm I, My screen hadn't changed. Why is that? I can't see anybody new. And now Starbucks. Hello, Starbucks. Yeah, you see it? Maybe you need to re- hit the refresh button. Hmm. Hands across the water. Hmm. Hands. That's a song. Which, I wonder which one. Yeah, I know it, but I'm not going <laughs> to sing it. You're safe. <laughs> I can do it. I know it. Is well, that, I know it, wings. but I just can't sing. <laughs> that's wings, isn't it? Isn't that wings? Mm, yeah, maybe. 
McCartney hands across the water. Yeah, that's that's wings, I think. Um, yeah. All right. So since I lost that point <laughs> and I got that story out of the way, I, I guess that was pretty much it. We're we're getting close to the time that Podbeam will shut us down anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of stayed on COVID tonight. I, I wanted to talk about the 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 uh, the teachers thing a little bit and and the uh, school board meetings those robust school board meetings I mean there's some really great tweets about people going to these school board meetings that's another reason I kind of like Twitter right now because a lot of people are posting stuff when they go to these school board meetings did oh, you yeah, see there's a lot of great videos there was not- a uh, I think maybe it was on Fox last night. They were showing some video of some people, I think, on a a subway car. No, I guess it was a bus. And some guy was trying to climb out the window. He was half in and half out the window. The bus is moving. They're trying to pull him back in. And they finally get tired of trying to get him back in the bus. And uh, one of the guys said, just go on. Let him go. (laughs) Oh, and and I what think happened? the bus bus had slowed down. It had a couple of bags. They were throwing the bags, shoving the bags out the window with the guy. I don't know. They they started the video too late, and it didn't really show how they got to the point where the guy was trying to climb out the window. But that's uh, weird. Wild. Oh, guess what? It probably only matters to me, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Uh, Fox Nation now has revitalized. Uh, cops the series cops it's on friday nights i never did watch cops that much i loved uh live pd because it was real-time stuff you could see oh it was i mean oh yeah some of it was 30 nights inner i don't want to say entertaining because you hate (laughs) to see people in crisis but a lot of everything wasn't you know robberies and and, and shootings and all that. A lot of time it was just traffic stops where, you know, people were have been drinking too much or smoking too much or whatever they were doing. Um, and so, you know, but it, it was a good look at what police have to put up with. I would never make a policeman. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. We had a block yeah, party whenever- the other night for national night out. And, and there was a female police woman came to, to introduce and kind of meet the, you know, the, the neighborhood people and such. I didn't even know we had a, um, a, any females in my little town. We have actually have four female police women. She was super, so young and so friendly and so loved her job. She was so happy to be yeah. a police woman in a well, small little town, right? It, I, if she was in Dallas, it'd probably be different, <laughs> but you know, it won't take the system long to ruin her. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not where, where I you're not. at. I hope if you're not. outside of, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think. Um, I mean, when I see police uh, where I go up here to the barbecue place, sometimes they'll congregate up there, and uh, I'm always trying to say something nice because um, tough job. Not a lot of people could do that job. Mm-mm. Not um, a lot of people. Yeah, you know, I think whenever, like, I remember seeing the show Cops on on the Fox Network during d- during during like the you know, years when TV was at its very best. Um, um, that That's basically just like reality TV that you, you, you could tell a lot of it was scripted to, um, it, it meant to engage an audience. 
you know, it, it, it kind of came out about the same time as like the real world and other re- unscripted reality shows. Well, that was the thing about people were complaining about cops is because they thought that they were, well, number one, they thought that, that they were, uh, putting African-Americans in a bad light. They seem to focus on that uh, on live PD. Content. Well, yeah, that, and, and then they, there was accusations that they would doctor the video <clears throat> to, 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 uh, achieve a certain goal. Mm-hmm. Now live PD is strictly live. Everything that happens. So sometimes they go out on a call and you think, Oh, there's going to be something going on here. And it's really nothing, you know, um, but, Somebody thought somebody was breaking in and it happened to be a squirrel that had gone wild and it was chewing at the window <laughs> and those kind of things. So live PD was live and it was more realistic and you, there was no chance for anybody to edit anything. Um, yeah. So I, that's why I liked it more. Cops was a little bit more, like I said, it's all, you could tell that it was edited at times, but they would show, I mean, live PD, they had, I mean, there were some, dumb white people on there that just absolutely and places like alaska where you think alcoholism is a problem in alaska i mean it's too cold to be out driving around (laughs) drinking in alaska i guess except in the summer but um it's you know it, it is it's it's back at least that one's back but for the reasons they took it off tv last year is, mm-hmm. is was what upset me. So, well, all right. And, well, not, another another show like that was really really good. Um, you know, was that show America's Most Wanted, and you know John yeah. Walsh. You know, you know, and then I know his mission in life, what was to protect kids after the the death of the tragic death of his son Adam. Right. Yeah, he's you he's uh, involved. I uh, think in that search for was it brian what's brian's last name and then brian laundry um and laundry. then that dog the bounty hunter yeah yeah, yeah. how old is he <laughs> oh my gosh that man's had a rough life uh, it shows no more close-ups dog i mean let's let's shoot the man from across I the think, parking lot uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think dog the bounty hunter is just too overrated <laughs> well it's just i don't know it's it's a lot of a lot of drama with that with him. Yeah, but a lot of, yeah. He has fans. Oh, hey Jess. Hey Q Bella. Hey J Lo. Hey Jess. Um. All right. Yeah, I think my screen is working now, Eric. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, so we're we're going to be cut off here by Podbeam. Um. I guess Ellie J, you got anything closing remarks you want to make? No, good like, discussion. It's good, good talking with you guys tonight. It's been a long time, so. Oh yeah, it's, it's been fun. Well, I certainly appreciate you coming on tonight, Ellie J. It's always nice to spend time with you on on the podcast, but. Ditto. Uh, especially, you know, when when our our wayward son is, uh, well, not our wayward son. <laughs> I was going to I mean, say. <laughs> uh, well, you know, not son in the sense of family, but just <laughs> I'd just better young shut one. up because that's not working for me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you uh-huh. helping out with Dennis Lee yeah. not being here. And good to hear from you too, Eric. Thanks for coming in tonight. Well, I'm still here on Podbean, you know, still doing co-hosting the Old Men's Podcast with Dan, Joe, and Eric in the mornings and then 
slightly serious in the evenings, and of course, the John DeVito show and Cummings's culture and Mike Tampa Bay and the Beans and Weenie show and Young know, the It's Doomsday podcast. I mean, that, those are the only go to podcasts I, I tend to, to frequent. And then, you know, and then whenever you come on, Donald Wayne and, and are joined by LEJ and Crimson, and, and if Dennis Lee get, gets to come back soon, I know it's always a, a joy to see y'all. Where is Crimson? Is she doing okay? Uh, yeah, I believe so. actually, she was very close to joining us tonight and then it just didn't work out. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's, uh, but I'm, I'm sure that, well, uh, that she'll be jumping in here, you know, with us not doing the live stuff like we did when we were doing pretty much all of them live, it was just easier for, you know, people to kind of come in sometimes mm-hmm. but now you never know when we're going to be live so um but i think after we get over this hump uh we're actually looking at changing uh our format and actually getting off podbeam not we're still going to post on podbeam but we're looking for another like home. audio episodes yeah because it's just you know I, i'm not going to go over that whole thing but podbeam is just exhausting so we're yeah. we're we're looking around so Pretty soon, hopefully before we get into the heavy holiday season, because I love doing the shows during the holidays. And we need to give away some books. Uh, actually, or uh, more coffee uh, mugs. Uh, well, well, I still have some coffee mugs, but we've been giving away copies of the uh, Mark Levin's new book, American Marxism. Uh, we've given away two. If BP's still on there, he got one of them. And uh, actually, Laura won the very first one. Uh, I guess that was the last live show we did, and Laura was on there, and she won a copy. Oh, yeah. So You're just getting all kinds of people to join you now that it's about over. I know. Well, um, The know, Beans and Weenie show just wrapped up. I That's think, why. Honestly, you know, we probably had more people coming in at 11 o'clock at night, but the 11 o'clock shows, if we run two hours, it's usually three o'clock in the morning before I get the show posted. And if I don't oh do it at gosh. night, then I won't get it till the following night. So we tried to adjust the time and, and we realized that we would not see the same people. And, and we missed seeing a lot of those people that came in with original show. So I don't know. We, we've got to work that out when we find our new home. But uh, things will be coming soon. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find a song here. You want to sing a bar of something, Ellie J, while I try to find <laughs> something? Well, you really and, um, want me to do that. <laughs> well, and of course, tomorrow's my birthday, and in case oh, anybody yeah. missed it earlier in the show. Um, but well, happy I mean, birthday, I'm sure. Well, yep, and, you know, and it's good to see y'all this evening, um, but definitely look forward to, to seeing friends tomorrow. Well, have a great celebration. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to do the the light version of California Dreaming. Um, Okay. Well, thanks again, Ellie J. Thanks, Eric. And you you just stay safe until we can do this again. All right. Don't be a stranger. You too. Stay safe, (laughs) everybody. (laughs) As you say. Yes. Stay safe, everybody. (laughs) And for goodness sake, pay attention. All right. Take care. Good night. Bye now. Good night.
Thank you.